Hello and welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Alright everybody, welcome. This is episode number 68. You better believe it. We are a few weeks out, but we're finally getting to the E3 talk for Xbox. Excited. Yeah, we have Keith here, uh, Dustin. Uh, n- not the full gang, because... They don't have Xbox. Yeah, they don't have Xbox. <laughs> so, uh, that's... Yeah. They miss out. Yeah, definitely. When we were watching the E3, and we were talking in the group chat, I was like, Keith, we're doing an episode. Yep. So, you may have noticed that Keith was on last week's episode. <laughs> I was. Uh, I think he's actually going to go and communicate with Pale and be on the next one as well. So. I, I, I'm all over E3. Yeah, he's you know, E3 genius. Uh, <laughs> but did you watch much of the E3 coverage? I didn't watch much. I did more of the reading. Yeah, I did a lot of the reading as well. I tried to get on a lot of the streams. A lot of people on Mixer and Twitch were like restreaming it, kind of talking and giving mm-hmm. you know coverage. Uh, I was there, but then I had to mute it because I was busy at work and I yeah. couldn't do much. I flip over and I kind of catch like a trailer or so, but uh, for the most part, I missed a lot of the the talks. I did a lot of my video watching after the fact. Mm-hmm. And we'll- I watched a lot of the trailers. I didn't do a lot of the talk because I'm like. Usually on stage, it's all about the show, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to wait on the fanfare. I just tell me what's coming up new. You yeah. know, I don't want to. I'm not in the audience. You don't need to awe me or anything. But. Yeah. So like the, the the Bethesda guy. So I watched yeah. I watched the full Bethesda, right? And so he gets out there and he starts talking. He's a weird lisp or whatever, <laughs> and he starts talking about like games that are coming up, and I already know. I already know what's coming up. I know that they're going to do Fallout 76. I know they're going to do uh, Elder Scrolls. I'm like, why am I watching this? Yes. I know they're already doing it. They don't have to, to wow me over. Uh, but it's still interesting to watch like the, the crowd reaction. Yeah. I think that's the best part about it is you know, seeing the fans. Just like when they, you know, this is months ago when they released the trailer um, for uh, Smash Brothers coming to the Switch. Yes. And so they had so trailer. many like... Uh, Twitch streamers like, what's this? What's this? Oh my god! <laughs> and break stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't have that moment. <laughs> but we, looking at you at work, like, what the hell's wrong with them? Yeah, we we still have a lot of interesting things uh, coming up in the world of uh, the Xbox with E3. The main thing that I think the takeaway from it, and I don't think this was re- announced. Um, but kind of like mentioned and on the rumor mill, but 2019-2020, new system. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the name of it. I don't even know the project name because I know the Xbox One X had Project Scorpio is the name of it. I don't even know what the project name is, but I told my wife, I am not buying <laughs> the Xbox One X because we were, we were kind of putting the finances together and we're like, do we buy a 4K TV first? Or the Xbox One mm-hmm. X, or then Xbox One X, and then have a reason to buy a 4K TV. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm not buying an Xbox One X anymore. <laughs> I'm <No>. going to wait. <laughs> Probably good on the, the pocketbook, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, it wasn't in the notes, but it was definitely... Uh, it's, it's something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, new console coming out is going to be legit. I think it's going to be... I don't know what they're going to name it. Xbox Two? Yeah, Xbox <laughs> Two. I mean, I mean, they redid the Xbox One so many times because it was Xbox One, which is what I have. I just have the original, the first mm-hmm. one that came out, and then it's Xbox One S, mm-hmm. 
and then now that's down to like 200 bucks. They keep dropping that in price, and then right. the Xbox One X. So it's like, how many times can you redo it with just a little bit better each time without just rebranding to a whole new system? Yeah, a friend of mine actually sent me a slick deal for today for Xbox One X for 400 Oh, wow. So they're even dropping that even more. Um, even though the, at the bottom of this document that we have that says that Microsoft's biggest sale ever, $50 off all their <laughs> $50 products, off. <laughs> $50 off, but Slick Deals has it for $100 off. <laughs> I'm going to Slick Deals. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely going to wait. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play full price or not. It really just depends on the wife. But, um, I mean, it, I'm I'm <laughs> – I'm, I'm due for I would say I'm due for an upgrade but I remember buying the Xbox One and thinking that I didn't get my money's worth right away yeah so I, it's it's gonna be you know just up in the air uh, basically well I'm sure everything will be 4K and Super HD by then so you'll have to get a TV and work your way up and yeah I mean we're over at Allison's uh, mom's house watching TV amazing it's a 4k brand new tv we pop netflix on there she's watching uh a, a ds9 an old uh 90s tv show early 2000s tv shows look amazing wow on a 4k tv so yeah we're probably gonna buy a 4k tv here soon nice they're <laughs> soon they keep getting later. cheaper so yeah yeah uh we can find a good deal about it but anyways all right so uh, we have a website. Uh, we have a couple websites. So I kind of looked up um, like recaps, the things, the, mo- the biggest brief takeaway for E3, and then I also found a game radar that did like the best of Microsoft. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll be reverting to some of these things, but the both of them kind of uh, point to one of the biggest things that they did. Actually, did talk about was they bought five independent uh, gaming. Uh, environment studios studios there we yeah. go game development studios right do we have names for those yeah we have the initiative playground games ninja theory and undead labs uh, compulsion games as well and compulsion games yeah, so i gotta scroll down yeah scroll. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> keep going down yeah but i mean this is exciting because you know you have games that these people have made um like what the kung fu chaos mm-hmm. Uh, Hellblade was from Ninja Theory. Uh, the State of Decay franchise uh, coming from the Undead Labs. Um, a hap- what? We, we Happy, happy few, few from Copulsion is going to be multi-platform release. But you're going to have these, these games that are Xbox original games uh, that Microsoft has decided to spend a lot of money on to get them into Xbox to be like, hey keep making xbox exclusive games yeah because um, yeah playstation has their own like the whole god of war and mm-hmm. you know obviously nintendo's its own thing but you think about xbox it's halo is the big yeah. one and gears of war i don't know yeah. does that come out on ps4 i don't think that one did. i think that's just xbox i think it's just xbox but uh, yeah they don't have a whole lot to their right. name right and you would think that like bungie they broke away from xbox yeah. now bungie's all over Bungie's on PlayStation, mm-hmm. Bungie's on Xbox, Bungie's on uh, PC. So it really just depends on, I guess, the market. Uh, a lot of people are, are want to be going to multi-platforms to sell more copies. Yep. 
I mean, if I were a game developer, I probably would go to multi as well. Yeah. You don't want to be exclusive to one thing because that just helps that company to sell yeah. more of their systems. Right. But as Matt Booty, <laughs> I love that name, is <laughs> the corporate vice president of Microsoft, who would say, the original games we created, Microsoft Studios, are some of our biggest assets. Halo. Mm-hmm. Our growth strategy is to continue to expand the worlds that players love while developing all new exclusive games that deepen their engagement with our platform, being Xbox. We are thrilled to welcome five new studios, the ones that we just named, Mm -hmm. into the Microsoft family. We believe that these teams have a collective creative power and operational excellence to deliver the next industry game changers. All right, so that's, you know, they're going to work on games basically like Gears 5 and, you know, other things. I'm not going to name them yet because we have releases that we're going to talk about. But I think that it's, it's exciting that, They've they've recognized a weakness mm-hmm. and want to in you know engage in doing those things and like you said God of War is huge and it's PlayStation exclusive mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty exciting. Uh, one other thing that um, they said uh, that would be uh, an improvement an upgrade would be f- uh, access to favorite games faster and better than ever with the Game Pass. Mm. Uh, do you Game Pass? I do not. I thought about it because for a while there they had it for a dollar. Uh, but I was like, I don't. What are the monthlies? Because if I sign up for a dollar now, yeah, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Yeah, forty nine ninety nine. What? Right? I think it's I think it's the same price as a gold membership a month, hmm. or maybe a dollar or so more. I think it was like twelve dollars or something. And a gold membership is uh, ten bucks or something. So, I mean, it's a good price if, A, you have the time. Like, if you're playing Xbox all the time. All the time, yeah. Then, you know, you can get your money's worth. But for me, my, my gaming is usually, like, two or three hours at night. Like, at at night. Mine's usually in the summertime. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, all night. Right. So, you can, uh, you can cancel your sub and then re-up it and cancel yep. your sub. That's usually Spend- what I have to do with Xbox Live. I'm like... <laughs> cancel and then just get the three months and that sets me over the summer or if a new game or a big release comes out then you know then i'm on but i gotta limit myself because then i get sucked in right all right so with this it says microsoft has announced several new titles joining the xbox game pass category or catalog this year so we have forza horizon Mm -hmm. 4 fallout 4 division elder scrolls online the tamriel unlimited I never really got into Elder Scrolls. Yeah, they've been around a long time. Yeah, I remember playing like Oblivion and Morrowind mm-hmm. and the original Elder Scrolls on the Xbox, but never really got into the online thing because ESO you had to pay for. It, so I was like, eh, I'm already paying for WoW, so I'm exactly. not for another one. Uh, so yeah, there's also gonna be several other games uh, added to this, which is pretty exciting that they're. Uh, you know, when you think of Game Pass, you're thinking, oh, these are just old games that are, you know, I could have played at Redbox. Or, no, yeah. You know, Redbox, yeah. Uh, but it seems like, yeah, we're, we actually can get a lot of these games sooner and, you know, have a lot of more people playing it. Because they have a stat right here that says, uh, including the increasing number of titles gamers play nearly 40% and increasing gameplay hours by almost 20%. Yep. Uh, so if you have the ability to play over 100 games, 100 great games, not just 100 games, 100 great games as they quantify it, 
why would you not have the titles that people want to play? Exactly. And so it's it's a good move, I think. Um, it also definitely gives people who are on the edge about buying the game pass uh, more of a reason to. Yep, sweeten the deal. Yeah. Uh, along with the game pass comes Fast Start. Ooh, Fast Start. This is pretty exciting. For everyone who has been delayed trying to get a new game, put it in your Xbox, and it has to load, what, 50% or 30% or something before you can actually start playing the game. So just the download time kills it. But with Fast Start, I believe as soon as like maybe 1%, it kind of prioritizes all the downloads. So it downloads the stuff that you need first mm -hmm. so that you can jump in right away and start playing at like 1% or 2%. And hopefully you don't play as fast as it downloads, but I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, that's like my biggest peeve with red boxing or renting a game is the first nights spent downloading it. I mean, it kills the vibe. They were all yeah. excited. It was like back to childhood, back to the cartridge. You stick that thing in, and boom, right, we're yeah. off playing. It's like, oh, I gotta wait now. <laughs> yeah. What was the last game that you purchased? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, how long did you wait to play that one? Uh, I waited a long time. Um, I did, I think it was about 30% before that started. But I had to update the Xbox first. It had been a while since I had turned it on. So <laughs> I had to do the system update first. And I put the disc in it says, this requires a new system update. So yeah. I had to update the system twice. And then it had to download the game. So, all in all, that was a couple hours. I think the last game that I purchased that needed to do any type of downloading was uh, Monster Hunter World. Mm. And that required an update for my Xbox as well. I just let it run and I played other games on my PC. <laughs> nice. I went to bed. I have no idea. That first night, nope, didn't even play it. It was yeah. it was disheartening too because I had friends who were like, oh, I purchased it earlier today. I'm already playing it. Well, I can't help you. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> I'll have to start this later. I mean, it was a fun streaming experience, but at the same time, I couldn't start it <laughs> the day I bought it. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked yeah, about exciting. this fast start. Uh, and then you were telling me about the next thing on the list, the adaptive controller. Yeah. So I guess it's like a, a plug-and-play where I guess... I don't know that you could probably change some of the settings on the controller. You can change, like, if you don't like what X button does, you can change it to Y. And then there's also um, some for perhaps people with disabilities. It's a little bit different. It's like these mm -hmm. two little circle pads that you can, like, use your fist and kind of, like, rotate one way or the other. Maybe not so much with your finger usage, but more like arm and wrist mm -hmm. movement to kind of move your character here and there. Yeah, I think I saw pre-orders for those uh, a while back, but... Having something that's customizable would be pretty good. Because, like, every game that I remember playing, it was, like, for Fortnite. I'm just going to throw that out there because that's a popular game. You go on the Fortnite on your PC, you're able to hotkey mm -hmm. and change whatever you want. But if you're playing on Xbox, you have, as this is my knowledge of it, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, presets where you can flip, okay, power building or power shooting or a mix... And it's like, okay, so they just have these presets. You don't actually have customizable things. Mm. So I think that would be, I don't know, a, a pretty, good, pretty yeah. good thing to have, you know, customizable controls. Uh, especially for those who, those people that I know who play PC games using their controller. Yes. So they, they try their best to try to map all the keys to the buttons, and it'd be like, I don't know, kind of the same, same thing. But it would be just controller to console. 
Uh, so these controllers are, what, $99? Yeah. I may not purchase them myself, but it'd be good for those, you know, with disabilities to yeah. be able to play. It's only $40 more than, or $40 more than what the... It's not bad. Yeah. Or, no, it's $30, because 60 bucks to mm-hmm. $90 or something. All right, so next would be the the best part, <laughs> uh, the game releases. And this is what we really watch for. Yep. Because... I don't go into E3 and be like, oh, sweet, they're, you know, Battle Pass is going to be yeah. updated. It's, I want to know what's coming out. It's usually what's the new system going to be or yeah. the new games. That's all most people care about. Right. So the I'm going to bounce over to E3 recap because they actually had a decent list. The first one on this list that they came out with, Battlefield Five. I don't play Battlefield. No, I don't. Yeah. So, EA, good job. You release a game that nobody's going to like. There was one thing that I do remember for this one. We're not doing loot crates. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Uh, but they're going to have something about, uh, like, dropships or something yeah. stupid. So it's like, we're not doing this, but we're having having something else. <laughs> Same principle. Uh, but I'm not a fan of Battlefield, and it might, you can probably tell. <laughs> yep. All right, so we're bouncing over this website. Uh, let me scroll up because I have a picture of Terry Crews right here, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Um, the first game on the list would be Halo Infinity or Infinite. Infinite, yeah. Uh, so Master Chief is back. Uh, I watched the trailer for this. It was really good graphics, uh, but you didn't really know what it was until you got to the Master Chief, I guess, which is kind of the reveal part. Right. Uh, even though the fact that I actually was <laughs> sitting there, clicked on the Halo, I yeah. knew I was <laughs> expecting Halo. Uh, but they they actually have a new system, uh, a new graphics engine for this one. Hmm. It's uh, like the Slipshot or something. Slipspace engine. Slipspace engine. Okay. Here we go. Uh, for like, I forget. Like I'm going to butcher this. It's like 363 or 364 is the name of the, uh, the company that put uh, it out. 343 Industries. Oh, there we go. Yep. There we go. <laughs> I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. But, I mean, the graphics look killer, and I, I was hoping that that was gameplay and not trailer, but yeah. it's it's usually trailer. But it's it's exciting to see that a Halo game is coming out, especially with you know Destiny being much, much better graphics than mm-hmm. anything Halo had ever had. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. The next one on the list, I didn't watch this trailer, but uh, from everything that I saw pictures-wise... Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, so it's, there was a first game. I don't remember I, the first game, but it says Ori's back, so I'm assuming <laughs> there's a first one. Kind of yeah. looks like Stitch in this picture. I'm not sure what. The yeah, it kind of looks like the face looks like the uh, the big old balloon uh, thing that I don't know what's that movie. Oh, Big Hero 6. Yeah, that something. one. Yeah, the Betamax. Betamax. <laughs> he <looks> yes, he's <laughs> got those eyes. Baymax? Baymax. Yeah, kinda, the face looks like Baymax. And then it's like a spider or something. I don't know. Um, so this looks like a three-dimensional picture, but this says it's a two-dimensional game. Oh, uh, one of those so, Yeah, so it could be, you know, hyped up like a cuphead, but... I don't know, the graphics look pretty good. The trailer yeah. looks pretty good. Uh, I may look at the trailer, but I, I don't know if I'm going to purchase this game. Uh, another w- one right here would be the Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. 
Um, I actually watched a little bit of this trailer. Somebody was telling me that I had to watch it, so I put some time into watching this. And I was like, oh, cool, the trailer looks cool, cinematics-wise. And like, that's not cinematics. That's gameplay. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. Because uh, if you're in a game like Assassin's Creed or yeah. something. It looks when, very similar. When you, when you kill somebody or do a kill shot, you don't actually see the blade going into somebody or the blade slicing somebody in half or, you know, things yeah. like that. That actually happens in this one. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, I, I might even like check it out just for that. Like, uh, yes, please. And that's coming out in 2019 sometime. Uh, Fallout 76, uh, set in the time period. Uh, I think it was 1976 is when they were gonna have like a bicentennial celebration of a Fallout shelter. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the E3 communication that I, you know watched, and they you know. He gets out and he's like, uh, what happened? What happened to America? <laughs> in the middle of West Virginia. Uh, this one's supposed to have multiplayer uh, stuff going on. It says it's four times the size of Fallout 4, so the map will be four times the size. It'll yeah. be huge. I wonder how long it'll take to beat it, because I don't remember beating <laughs> <laughs> the Fallout 4. Uh, Captain Spirit, no idea, gonna pass. <laughs> yeah, kid superhero something. Yeah, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Cool. Ooh, he breathes life into inanimate objects around the house and bonds with his father. <laughs> Yay, daddy time. <laughs> this game uh, is denoted for those who do not have daddy issues. Uh, oh, Dad, I wish you wouldn't bond with me. <laughs> All right, Crackdown 3. Terry uh, Terry Crews. So if you're looking at the picture that I'm looking at, <laughs> yeah. it is Terry Crews in the max. So the little uh, description says, Terry Crews channeled his Old Spice uh, commercial persona for a new Crackdown 3 trailer, showing plenty of in-game footage of collecting agility orbs, throwing tanks at choppers, and a shape-shifting vehicle that can go from wall-climbing dune buggy to shrapnel Shrapnel blasting tank. Dang. So that'd be fun. I've never played any of the crackdowns. Have you played any of the mm. crackdowns? I have not. I'm probably going it. to now with Terry Crews in this. Oh, yeah, just to see what it is. Uh, Near Automata. Not interesting. Yeah. What is it? Uh, RPG. Yeah, I did Xbox RPG. One. That's about it. So it's, it's, it's what, a PlayStation game that's coming to Xbox? Not interested. Uh, Metro Exodus shows off more of the snowy wasteland that kind of looks a lot like Fallout to me. Yeah, that's what I thought that was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's that gas station from Fallout 4. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. One of my. So you have to survive being attacked by monsters and. and Giant sharks. Not just zombies and Hmm. mutated animals. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Has a new character, uh, Frozen World, in there. Elsa. So you have Anna, the characters Olaf. from a movie I've never seen. <laughs> also, glimpses of Tangled. And then, what is it? Footage of Gummy, gum, gummy Ship, ship Shoomp. Gameplay, a summon attack with Simba. Simba. Oh, that'd be cool. And then footage of Organization, organization 13 members and unmistakable 
Mickey. So I've only played Kingdom Hearts 1. They look pretty cool because with all the different Disney worlds and how you can jump from well, universe to universe, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it's a neat concept, but yeah, I never got into them. I'm going to have to play it again. I've had, I have a friend who's like super into it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand like the character at all. Like how he got in this world because he's not anything Disney. Right. I first thought like it was like Final Fantasy guy just dropped yeah. in there. Like, wait, what? I was thinking like <laughs> what is this? Final Fantasy twelve or eleven Titus <laughs> yeah. guy in there. I don't know. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> now this game was fun to watch, and it was only good for a couple streamers to watch play. Like the rest of it was kind of boring. I didn't actually play it, but yeah. Uh, it actually seems very fun to be a pirate, to control a ship, to repair your ship, to do your fighting, to you know search stuff. Very similar to Assassin's Creed Four, they kind of just took that ocean engine out and took that whole aspect of just build your ship and go take over islands. And they kind of went with the whole like Fortnite type of graphics. Too. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So. I don't know. I I know people who are fans. I haven't I have not purchased the game, but the the Curse Sail and then the Forsaken Shores, those DLCs might be actually fun for those who are you know into you know Sea of Thieves. So that'd be good. Uh Battlefield 5, get out of here. Uh Forza, new uh new driving game. Ooh, nice tornado in this background of this picture. Oh yeah, look at that. Some scenic off-roading going on. Uh, they talk about other things where you can do quick chat with players using the D-pad. That's weird. Hmm. Uh, ooh, 60 FPS mode? Oh. That's going to be killer. All right, so that's all of the games on on there. Did we miss anything from what the, the website said? Uh, Black Desert, or Black Desert. I was actually mm-hmm. kind of hungry there. So it was MMORPG. I remember hearing about Black uh, Desert on a PC level. Um, it'd be interesting to see how well it's going to do yeah. on Xbox. Uh, the Cuphead DLC. Yep. I haven't played Cuphead, but it looks awesome. I know it's really hard from what I hear. It's a difficult game. It's simple, but it's difficult. It's like a throwback to the NES. <laughs> right. It is a side scroll. I remember a lot of streamers bump, you know, bumping into that as soon as it was released. It was kind of a turnoff too because the game was like 19.99, and I almost bought it, but then like I, you know, it's like all these streamers beat it in a sitting or like two, two days. And I was like, you know what, I'm good. Because I thought when I saw it, there's like no checkpoints. Like if you die, you die. You yeah. have to restart at the beginning. So that's why you gotta complete it all in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, ooh, this one. I need to watch a trailer on this. Uh, Project Red, or a.k.a. Uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, narrative-driven, open-world RPG set in the most vibrant and dangerous metropolis... Metropolis? Metropolis. There's the word. <laughs> of the future. Night City! You play as V, a hired gun on the rise, who just got their first series contract... In a world of the cyber-enhanced street warriors, tech-savvy netrunners, and corporate life hackers, today is your first step to become an urban legend. Sounds like Watch Dogs. Yeah, it does. Hmm. I think it might be fun. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, if you're into Capcom games, 
Uh, be interesting. The, the biggest, the most purchased Capcom game ever, Monster Hunter World. It passed mm. all of the other games uh, just recently. So Devil May nice. Cry may do something. I remember the name, but I, you know, it's yeah, the I fifth forget. one. Yeah. Uh, Dying Light 2, not interested in horror games. <laughs> <laughs> Open World Phenomenon, Dying Light 2 brings a, to life a unique post-apocalyptic vision of the modern Dark Ages. Mm-mm. It's almost the games that are coming out. <laughs> uh, Gears. Gears 5. Gears 5. So as a woman protagonist, I heard. So you're playing as Kate instead Kate. of Snake. Hmm. So that'd be good. And then Gears Pop. What? Oh, it's for the iPhone, oh. Android. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Play as your favorite vinyl pop characters. And then you have uh, Windows only or PC only uh, Gears Tactic. Ooh. Turn-based game style. So that might be interesting to see. Hey, hmm. uh, Lordy. Jump Force. Jump Force. Oh, yeah. I did see something about this. Um, this is where they take from this Japanese, the weekly jump manga that they have. So they have Dragon Ball Z in there, they have One Piece in there, and they have um, a couple other popular animes over there. Like all the characters, they're all like transported to this city. I don't know if it's like New York or wherever they are, or Tokyo, and they all like battle each other. So Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, that's what I can think of. Oh, yeah, Naruto. Um, so yeah, they all kind of get together. I probably will check this one out because Dragon Ball Z is in yeah, there. So sure. I'm pretty excited. That looked pretty cool. Uh, Just Cause Four, Square Enix, so the makers of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Go figure. Uh, what is it? Rogue Agent Rico Rodriguez journeys to Solis, a huge South American home, world of home conflict, oppression, and extreme weather conditions. Strap in your wingsuit, equipped, fully customizable grappling hook, and get ready to bring the thunder. Not sure what that is. Doesn't yeah, describe the game that, at all. No. Just get ready to strap in. Yeah, strap in, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. They uh doing a console launch release for PUBG, I guess. So have, what, different upgrades coming to Xbox? Not mm. interested. Sorry, PUBG. Uh, Shadows of the Tomb Raider. So the Tomb Raider expansion yeah. uh, for the latest Tomb Raider game. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, we talked about yeah, the Awesome Adventures of Captain, Captain Spirit. Spirit. Oh, Division 2 release. That was going to be interesting. People liked the Division. Um, a lot of people are going to be jumping on the Division 2 train, from what I heard. People are upset with the way that uh, Destiny is going, and so they might be jumping onto the Destiny game. It's basically Destiny, but real life. Right. Instead of Space Age and stuff. Uh, tunic. Ooh, tunic. Yeah, this one looks pretty cool. Um, it's about a tiny little fox in a big world. You embark on an adventure in some quest about set in a place that's just beyond the farthest you've ever been. You explore ancient ruins, fight monsters, and uncover mysterious secrets. The world is big and scary, so be brave, little one. So it's like this little cartoony fox, and he has a tunic on. I think it's green. It looks just like Lynx. And he has this little sword that he has, and he has to go explore caves. So it's like this cute little fox version of Legend of Zelda is what it looks like. I might try that. <laughs> so I definitely want to check it out. <laughs> I might try it. And then not on this list, but mentioned previously, Battletoads. Battletoads, yes. Uh-huh. Cannot wait for that. So pretty excited about that. 
We'll see. I don't have a whole lot of information on that other than the fact that it's going to be Battletoads. Yeah, it's just like a trailer with the symbol, and that's all they released is like yeah. coming in 2019. They didn't do much with it. So I'm curious to see, is it going to be like the original ones where you just kind of yeah walk around? Or I don't know how they're going to make that 3D or just like a, a 3D side-scroller or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. That'd be awesome. Not, not, not even mad. It's going to be yeah. awesome. All right, so I think that's it for E3 stuff. They have some sales going on. We're not going to be promoting because we're not sponsored by them, so I'm not going to talk about their sales. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Uh, check out Mixer, I guess. Blah, whatever. This is old information. June 12th and 13th, over with. All right, so biggest takeaway for E3 is awesome new games. Yeah, great ones. Yeah. And when you purchase a game, it's going to take less time for you do you play it? Yes. I can play it the night I buy it. <laughs> I don't have to go to bed disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, how long have you had your Xbox? Um, I bought my Xbox with the Assassin's Creed Unity, which was two Assassin's Creeds ago, so right close to the release. So I've had it, because Unity was like one of the first ones, I think, mm-hmm. that came out for it. So, when did it come out? 14? Yeah. About that time. So, yeah, it was part of that package that you got Assassin's Creed 4 because they ported 4. Mm-hmm. They upscaled it to Xbox One. Yeah, you got Black Flag and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I purchased mine in September or October of that year. Basically, after I got my school check money. Yep. I was <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> Sold my Xbox 360 and then used whatever money was left over for that. Uh, I I don't play a whole lot of games on there. Or I didn't used to play a whole lot of games on there. Now I play a lot of Diablo and a lot of Destiny Nice on there. So it's getting, it's getting its use finally. Yep. So hopefully we can keep going with that one. Your favorite game on there would be Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah. The whole series. I enjoy all of them. That's pretty much like the reason I got it and now that I have more time I can expand a little bit more a couple of the Batman ones on there were oh, pretty good Arkham Asylum um, yeah yeah. I played a lot of those too there's some fun Dragon Ball ones but I mean how many times can you play a fighter game before it gets too boring it got boring for me so I stopped playing it yeah uh, as soon as they announced backward compatibility for mm-hmm. a lot of the Assassin's Creed's I went to the <laughs> The, the closest game store, what disc rewinds or whatever yep. those are, and I bought five dollar games. <laughs> I got a lot of the Assassin Creeds, uh, so it's it's pretty exciting. Um, uh, I've made the decision to stick with Xbox. I'm probably gonna keep going with yep. that. No reason to switch for that one. Yeah, switch, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get that for Smash. But yeah, <laughs> I think I'm I'm probably gonna get one of those. Saf needs someone to play Smash with, so Yeah. Alright. So now it's time for beer. Yay beer. Sweet. So I bought these last night because I was like, oh no, we need beer <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for the episode. We just can't talk about Xbox and not do something. <laughs> uh so I went to because uh, we're in town, I went to uh, Belmont's, and we we're just looking through the section, and I found an in beer, or I found an out beer immediately, and then I was looking through the in beer, or trying to find in beers, and I found this one with a really cool ass light label, and I was like, I need it. Where is it from? Indiana. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is the Night Goat. 
From the Devil's Trumpet Brewing Company, Merrillville, Indiana. Nice. And it's a stout. Best kind. All right, before we jump to that, Matthew from the Hopped Up Network, our lovely friends, are going to uh, whisk you away with, I don't know, a 30-second promo of this awesome podcast that's not named Drinking Geek Out. So enjoy. Enjoy. Take it away, Matt. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hey, this is The Voice. I'm here interrupting one of your favorite podcasts to tell you all about mine. If you're a fan of craft beer, independent music, pop culture, and laughing at inappropriate things, then you should check out Drunken Lullabies, brought to you by Distilled Brewery. New episodes are available on draft every Sunday, so you can spend the Sabbath getting tipsy along with us. We try beers, play songs, and laugh our asses off. So go on, indulge yourself, and become a part of Drunkomaniac Nation. And if craft beer and music aren't your thing, you can listen to Drunk at the Movies every Wednesday, brought to you by Iron Spike Brewing Company. Listen to me and my friends provide our own alcohol-fueled commentary tracks to some of our favorite movies, unedited and uncensored. You don't have to be drunk to enjoy these movies, but it doesn't hurt. Until next time, this is The Voice saying, may your music be loud, and may your beers be cold. Alright, as Dustin said before the break, for our in beer that we have is Night Goat from Devil's Trumpet Brewing Company. It says, this smooth coffee stout was brewed with five pounds of dark matter coffee per barrel. Dang, five pounds. <laughs> the rich coffee flavors blend seamlessly with the silky smooth and roasty malt profile. It finishes with a subtle sweetness from the generous use of lactose sugar. And it comes in at 5.5 ABV and 21 IBUs. I am not sleeping tonight. <laughs> this is pure caffeine. <laughs> wow. Whoa. My, my heart's not going to take it. Yeah. All right, so. On the bottle? Yeah, the bottle is probably the, the coolest thing that I saw at the liquor store last night. Oh, as I was saying, nice. it just kind of drew, drew my eye. All their bottles are kind of like this, but different colors. That is awesome. Like the little iridescent with the light blue. Yeah, so it's almost like a, a sky. Midnight sky or some kind of sky. Kind of, you know, like the the whatever cloud shapes those yeah. are. I guess. Cumulus. Cumulus? Yeah, we'll there we go. It. We're going with that. Um, but I like the color. I like the logo. Uh, I like the uh, the nosebleed section smacking their heads back there because we don't know anything about clouds. Um but yeah, no, the the logo is pretty sick. Uh, devil's trumpet. I don't really see a devil in there or yeah, a trumpet. Got, it's like a little shield or something with yeah. that background. But there is this thing on the side. It kind of looks like a sea turtle. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it look like a little baby yeah, sea turtle yeah, or something it does. like trying it does. to make its way to the ocean? I don't know. Unless they think it's like a goat, head of a goat. You know, I don't know. That's weird. But I it's think it's a sea hops. turtle. Yeah. Little hops for feet, I think that's what that is down there. I think it's a sea turtle. 
It must be a sea turtle. Yeah, it is there on the yeah. it's on the shield. So uh, that's a pretty pretty cool bottle. And it's in Maryville. There's not a whole lot in Maryville. Hmm. Well, it's close to three floats. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few up there. There's like three or four. I must have missed this one. I'll have to check them out next time I'm up there. I love what it says here on the side of the bottle. Originally a brewer's only beer developed for our early AM brew days. Something. <laughs> oh, crap. It's a little late tonight. <laughs> oh, well, at least we're not we're drinking. We got half the bottle, so. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that. All right. Um, yeah, we were pouring this, and we decided that we're not going to compare this to our color oh, no. wheel because this is Dark Knight. At its best. Yes, it is. God, this just looks like coffee. There's not a whole lot of head to this at all. <laughs> uh, what did you get today? Oh, I got coffee. Oh, my gosh. I could pass for this at work. You probably it's could. It's just coffee. <laughs> smell it. Oh, that's pure coffee. Yeah, it smells like coffee. It looks like coffee. I'm sure it tastes like coffee. I'm not even getting the head by spinning this thing. No. <laughs> just unlocking all the black coffee that, we're, that you poured. Are we sure we had a beer? (laughs) Not just a bottled coffee? Oh, my gosh. Pretty sure it is. All right. Let's try this. Yep. No, that tastes like uh, black coffee to me. Yeah. (laughs) This is black coffee. (laughs) Found your new morning beer. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) I want to buy forever. (laughs) I'm just going to keep buying this. Man. A generous use of lactose sugar, so I think that's hiding probably all the bitterness yeah. of the stout. I mean, I wouldn't even categorize this as a stout. This no, is this is coffee. All right, so go to Dunkin', order a black coffee, mm. and then put in a couple packets of Sweet and Low, and that's what this is. <laughs> that's, what this is. <laughs> that's exactly what this oh is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. I didn't, I didn't even know about the finish right now. It's just kind of... Yeah, it's like a coffee finish. <laughs> yeah. Definitely initial coffee up front. But I see what you're saying. There's something... It finishes odd. Yeah. Let's see what Beer Advocate has to say. Uh, 4.02 out of 5. So the three people who rated it... <laughs> uh, no, 25 people who rated it <laughs> thought it was uh, exceptional. Most people are putting it at a four. Um, a little too frothy, too much coffee. What froth are they what talking froth? about? Yeah, we had none. <laughs> uh, good representation of the style. Whatever. Whatever works, I guess. Where do you find this around here? I bought. I found it at the, the Belmont. The Belmont, yeah. It's not on this list. Deer Park has it. Yeah, let's see what I can do. on If I can find the rapier, I'm going to play the Saf roll. With this. Here we go. On rate beer. Alright. It has not enough ratings for it to give any type of overall or style, but it's a 3.22 hmm. um, on there. So, Untapped. Coming in at 3.93 out of 2,300 ratings. So close to a 4. And we've had one friend had it. Oh, yeah? Cat. And she actually didn't give it a five this time. <laughs> oh, you're friends with Cat on there? Yeah. I'm missing out. Do you know she quit? I kind of figured. I haven't seen her around yeah, there in a long time. Yeah, she is so. now... What did Wilson say she was doing? Hmm. Oh, yeah, her other job. She's uh, becoming a manager now. Mm, good for so, her. So, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, 
Ben said she's going to hate it, but because she was because <laughs> she quit being a manager at this job to do both jobs, and now she's back to being management. Mm. So, uh, do I have anybody? No, I have zero friends because I'm not friends with Cat. <laughs> Whatever. Well, a lot of these apparently Buffalo Wild Wings has it. Really? Not around here, but a lot of check-ins are coming from there. It was weird. I was uh, I was at Greek Fest, and I had one of the Greek style beers. And so I checked it in, and I was scrolling through, and all the check-ins were headwaters. <laughs> yes. Like, of course, of course, of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ready to check this in. Yeah, there's not a lot of people giving comments on it. I'm surprised people are like, oh god, it's just pure coffee. <laughs> nobody's nobody, doing. Nobody's saying anything. One of the best brews I've tried. Wow. Oh. Aaron gave that one a five. This was bottled, literally. A few weeks ago. Mm. It's stamped on the bottle. says 6-6-18. So, now, we, we got it fresh. Did, we did leave this one out a little bit. It wasn't... Mm. It was refrigerated, but we let it... Not quite room temperature, right. I wouldn't say, but... Yeah, we're trying to get still slightly cellar. chilled. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if the colder it gets, if it would kill the coffee, the warmer it brings out more the coffee tones... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how coffee works into those flavors. I know how some of the hops can react to that. Right. But. I don't know. It's it doesn't. I mean, if you ask you know somebody what does stouts taste like, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're not going to really yeah, give you true. an answer. So I can't really say this isn't really stouty because it is. Mm-hmm. But it just tastes like a sugared uh, sugared coffee to me, which is not not bad. Not bad. I just hope that I can sleep tonight. Yeah. Coming in at a 3.75. A little bit less than the average, I think, because I can drink multiples of these. Oh, absolutely. Especially early in the morning. Yeah, I know. Like, (laughs) I wake up after being hungover. Where was this all those days? (laughs) I I don't know. Like... My thermos, I'll take this full, <laughs> right? Uh, I'll take a, uh, my my mug, I'll pour this in there, and then walk to work with it. Yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing. But like, have you been drinking? No, it's just coffee on my breath. Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Talk to my boss. No, it's just coffee. It's just coffee. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, even when I was a teacher, I could have been like, it's just coffee, guys. Yeah. It's like, oh, they messed up your order at Dunkin'. You just have <laughs> caffeine now. That's why you're being a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> you right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I gave this one a four. Hmm. I like coffee beers, but this, I think you just dropped the beer off of it. And this, Like you said... I love it. It's just black coffee with sweetener in it. So yeah. it's it's sweet. It's got a weird aftertaste that's not like coffee. There's something else there, which I think yeah. is that stout trying to come through, and perhaps some of the malts that they used. Um, so it it's a little bit odd. Normally with coffee beers, I'm up in the four and a half, four point two five. But this is this is a little much. That coffee bender that we had. Mm-hmm. Multiple episodes ago. That or one the, was pretty good. Or the Jones and for Java. Yes. I thought yeah. you couldn't get any more coffee than that. This is pure yeah. coffee. <laughs> right. What What if we put some creamer with this? Like the Ooh. Irish creamer or actually put Bailey's, some Bailey's in, there. in there. yeah, Or some JMO. Oh. Like, like think of the possibilities. Like this is already 5.5. 5. 
man. And we're doctoring it up because it already tastes like coffee. You can just substitute, if you make like an Irish coffee, substitute this in. Yes. <laughs> I might want to change my rating. Oh. <laughs> but I think I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> we should, oh, since we can't find this, we should do like an episode just with that. These <laughs> coffee mixers. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh. Adding Irish cream. Messed up. Adding half and half. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they did actually have six. uh, Oh, I don't know. I think they may have. Because Belmont had six pack and singles. I just grabbed singles. I think these were just singles. But I could probably swing making your own six pack and just grabbing all six of them. Absolutely. I'm down. Be a lovely episode. Just for me and you, because I don't think the other two can handle it. Yeah, I don't think they could. (laughs) I don't think they like coffee that much. (laughs) No. Yeah. We'll have to do this one early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like AM. Hello, this is Drink In, Drink Out. Good and morning the... and welcome. <laughs> Good morning and welcome. <laughs> or or third trick, like, mm-hmm. now you're listening to the Smooth Talking Radio Drink and Geek Out. <laughs> the coffee episode. Oh, man. We'll be tweaking out. Oh. Oh, all right. Good stuff. All right, so one of us, me or you, because we do this stuff, we're going to tell you about social medias. And I think it starts off with, well, you're waiting for the next beer to pour. <laughs> so you're going to hear that, and they're going to know, hey, I'm going to go, and I'm going to follow these people on Facebook, I'm going to follow these people on Instagram, and I'm going to follow on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> Instagram is our cash cow, so we do that. Uh, but the next beer... Is I'm gonna mispronounce this one for sure. The is uh, Elysium. I want to say Elysium. Elysian Brewing Company. Uh, and we're doing Super Fuzz. Super Fuzz. I saw the can. It was bright. It was beautiful, and it kind of reminded me of Hot Fuzz because that was one of my favorites of the Simon Pegg movies. <laughs> Not my favorite movie. <laughs> favorite Simon Pegg movie. So uh, pr- looking forward to that one. And hopefully this is uh, a beer, not a, a coffee or an orange juice. So we'll see. But here we go. We're going to talk about some social medias, and then we will be RB. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Alright, welcome back. Our out beer that we have is Super Fuzz Blood Orange Pale by Elysian Brewing Company. It is a pale ale. The Super Fuzz Blood Orange Pale, call it an Orange Splotiation. Orange Splotiation? Orange Splotiation. <laughs> There's a new beer in town, Super Fuzz Blood Orange Pale, and he's sticking it to the man. Super Fuzz is a beer you can get behind with pale, Munich, and Dextra Pills malts and German Northern Brewer and Cascade hops to bitter in flavor. But it's Citra, Amarillo, and Blood Orange Peel and Puree that really get you on your feet. Never dance? We'll see about that. With 5.4 ABV and a layer on layer of mystical complexity, Super Fuzz is shining, streaming, gleaming, flaxen, waxen. 
45 IBUs. At 45 IBUs. I wonder if this is like Pale's cousin. It's a blood orange pale, blood and he's the pale? he's the grapefruit pale. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> he wouldn't know it, but. <laughs> oh, I am related. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, this is another pretty cool bottle. Oh, my gosh, yes. A lot of detail going to that uh, 19, afro. Yeah, 1970s background. So the guy with the huge fro, he's got, like, a yellow fro, uh, big old aviator sunglasses. Yeah, the, the swirlies uh, in the background are blood oranges. Yep. And I then really I, what that. are the inside is just swirls? I think it's just for his hair. Or yeah, for his hair. It's yeah, kind of like just the... like swirls. Yeah, just kind of like the style of art, you know. That's pretty cool. Uh, Elysium uh, is known for their space dust. And uh, Budweiser purchased them, I believe. I think I saw them at when I was at Anheuser-Busch Company. I thought I saw them on, like, their wall of things that they purchased. Yeah. No, this weird. Didn't I? Re- I think I read a 5.4%, but the... Bottle itself says six point four. <laughs> Damn you, company! Uh, Make you, your mind up. <laughs> I was gonna say we just had this like a couple episodes. Ago. I know. It's do like, we do we trust the do bottle? Trust? <laughs> right. All right, but yeah, overall, I think this is like a I think a ten out of ten on the bottle for yeah, sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, definitely fits the theme, the description, super seventies. It's yeah. awesome. Because I saw Space Dust, and I was like, you know what, I've never had that. That'd be a good one. And then I looked to the left a little bit, saw that, and I immediately grabbed it. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the I'm telling you, the label matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we that's why we rate the label. Yep. It matters. I mean, I wouldn't grab a boring-ass beer. We have before. We but, have. Uh, you know, it's all, it's all that matters is what it looks like. Advertisement. Speaking of what it looks like. We have ourselves more. Um, like it's, it's golden. It is golden, but a hint of red. But it's still, you know, kind of golden. The, yeah, the blood orange, absolutely. So yeah. they got the hue in there. Yeah. Um, we're going to actually have to bust out the chart this time because it's uh, not as easy as the Dark Knight. <laughs> no, not at all. I was leaning towards more of like fives and sixes, but. Now that I look at it, it's kind of looking towards like seven, eights, nines. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Uh, maybe closer eight or nine. I don't know. It depends on the light. I don't know. Let's go to what eight and nine is. Because I don't want to give it Donnie's chest as a six. <laughs> no. Yeah, Pale's not here to be like, oh, yeah, it's Donnie's chest. <laughs> so we have the Nintendo Splat or the Nickelodeon Splat. Yeah. Or the, I don't know what a Goku G is. Yeah, Goku's. That's, yeah, his little outfit that he wears. Oh, so like a tunic. Well, the proper term is gi. <laughs> I don't know. Japanese what, fighting. Yeah, is it lighter wear. lighter than the Nintendo Splat? I think the Nintendo Splat is a little bit more orange. Yeah. Um, I thought I always thought the... Like you said, it just depends on the lighting. Yeah, like Star Fox fur or Goku's G probably. Yeah, well, let's go Goku. Yeah, Goku. We we literally just mentioned Goku in yeah, that did. Jump Force. In, so yeah. All so right. yeah, we're going the, there we go. Goku it is. Goku it is. All right. Let's give it a smell. Definitely smells like an IPA without even getting close, too close to it. Oh yeah. Can't really smell orange. Mhm. Going to get that creamy IPA smell. Mhm. Yeah, there's not much happening there. I, mean, I can kind of smell hops. I mean, get down into it. Don't really smell too much of the mm-hmm. the 
the orange flavor. So, hopefully we taste it. Yeah, we'll see. There it is. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I'm always on the fence about blood oranges. I've mm, never been a fan. And there's only instances like drinking mm-hmm. beers that blood oranges have been good. But I can't tell you the last time that I was like, oh, there's an orange. There's a blood orange. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think the only instances that happen in beers. It's kind of refreshing. It is. You know, coming off of the the other one we just had, the coffee. It's kind of like your afternoon beer. It's true. Beer you have for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can have beer for lunch, so I'm working from home. (laughs) it's always nice let's see if I can find it on the beer snub 3.7 on beer advocate out of 910 ratings average is a 3.75 on the histogram majority of the people voted that um, all these people are doing the aroma, taste, mouthfeel, basically the same that we just said. Yeah. Uh, only had it out of the bottle. The bottle looks cool. Yep. Yep. Well-rounded. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Pretty mild. Right. Our resident Saf is joining us right now with yeah. the rape beer. Um, I'm going to say that it is uh, 78 overall. 81 style. Seasonal summer. <laughs> Uh, Rapier also says it's uh, 6.4%, so I think they're going off the bottle as well. Yeah. So, 81 style's not bad. Thanks, Saf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll switch over to Untapped for Pale, and, uh, no. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, 3.64 out of 80,000 ratings. And our best friends have rated it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've had a lot of friends. Saf, you've had this. <laughs> I've had this too. Thanks, pal. Dustin and I have not had this yet. <laughs> Has really good dick feel. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Saf gave this one a three and a half. Oh. A little bit of orange peel taste on the back end. Yeah. And Pale gave it a three point seven five, and he didn't give any description. And that was last year, July 4th. So he had that one on the 4th. And Sap just had his not too long ago. It's interesting about the orange peel part, because I agree. But I like orange chicken, like authentic orange chicken. Oh, yeah. And they put orange peel mm-hmm. in Like the orange uh, marmalade or yeah. marmalade. Yeah. yeah, and they have pieces of the orange peel in it. So I'm not mad about it. Pull us up on the untappers. I give it a 3.75. I thought... I don't know. There's not a lot of hops coming out. It finishes on the back end. I get a little bit more of those hops. But as much as that description said, the Cascade hops to bitter in flavor, mm-hmm. Citra Amarillo, um, I don't know. It's not sticking out a whole lot. You do get that orange peel, that orangey taste up yeah. front. Um, but, I mean, it's smooth. I would easily mm-hmm. go back and buy a six-pack of this. I know it's been purchased by Budweiser, but it's a... Not as good as a lot of those citrus IPAs that we've truly had. Right. Um, but it ranks up there, and I could drink those all day. Yeah. 
I think this is probably the best blood orange IPA that I've had. Hmm. Uh, just, I mean, no disrespect to craft brews that are staying true to the craft brew, you know, not being sellouts. I give it a four solely on that. I can drink a bunch of these. Yeah. It's going to be dangerous how much I can drink of these. <laughs> um, and this has been a kind of a summer for me of diving into the IPAs more. And so uh, trying to be open-minded about the IPAs. Yeah. Uh, but I really am enjoying the flavor, especially what, what Saf said in his comment, the orange peel thing. Yeah. I like orange peel. Like, yeah. you know, Good. adding orange peel to, you know, garnishes or, you know, orange chicken or just kind of zesting oranges like you would zest a lemon. I'm a fan. So I think four is... I'm just with a four. Yeah. But I was teetering, teetering mid-375. Yeah, I was, I was like, torn uh, too, so mm, I'm like, eh. Uh, but I guess uh, with that, our average is now 375. Yeah. With uh, Saf at 3.5, you and Pale at 375, and me at four. four. Yep. There we go. Good average. Yeah, with these IPAs, I like more the, the citrus mm-hmm. style. Um, yeah. As I get more and more into them. I mean, don't get me wrong, zombie dust is still king, but oh, absolutely. Um, just more and more of these <clears throat> citrus style, it just it stands out to me more. And kinda like more citrusy, the better. Mm-hmm. Less IPA, but this is kind of a it's a really good mix. It yeah. blends well. That's how I feel about the tropical and the citrus tropical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been trying to play around with uh do I like West Coast or do I like New England? Yep. And I don't know if I know <laughs> the difference, really. Uh, but, I, you know, by the end of the summer, hopefully I figure it out. I think New England's more the hazy, mm-hmm. that haze craze that's going on right now. And yeah. uh, I'm a fan. I've jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. So we'll do as much as we can. But, all right. So with E3 coming around, well, E3 gone, but the <laughs> new games gone. releasing, what is the next game you're going to purchase? Uh, Odyssey, probably. Assassin's Creed, obviously, yeah. not Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite probably is going to be the yeah. next game that I purchase. So. And definitely Battletoads when that comes out. Oh, Probably Tunic. I don't know which one comes out first. I think Tunic will, but yeah. probably look at that one. Uh, I'm pretty Actually, now that we looked in the description of Tunic, I'm pretty excited about that <laughs> yeah. one. Going to be doing that. All right, so, yeah, that's... I mean, this episode has gone a lot longer than I was expecting, so this is pretty exciting that it's a, a full episode for being in Xbox E3. So yeah. hopefully the PlayStation 1 limbs up to this one. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, for right, I'm not going to do the tagline. For us here at the studio, drink up yep. and, and geek, geek out. out. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that will. <laughs> so I'll do that. All right, deuces, gooses. <laughs> Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.